This is the Limo Show 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 Show. John, nice meeting you. Happy to have you here. Very pumped for this uh, interview. So, uh, so yeah, I see you're doing a lot of videos. Like you have a YouTube channel. What was the name again of your YouTube channel? A uh, Bulldog Mindset. Okay, so yeah, so check it out, guys. Bulldog Mindset, uh, amazing channel about business uh, mindset, how to be successful in, in life and in business in every area. Actually, you, you talk about pretty much. Uh, like you have a wide range of topics I've seen like from business to how to be more attractive, more confident, right? I basically focus on personal development for men. So, you know, I, I, I teach how to become men today. I think that's a really important thing that we don't really learn, right? It's, you know, we get older, but a lot of guys don't ever learn what it is to be a man today, especially in society today. So to me, that encompasses three main areas, which is, you know, the, the, the mind that are really, we could say like the mindset is, is everything that kind of encompasses all of it. But uh, we've got the finances, right? As a, as a man, you need to be able to make your own money and to be able to be successfully there, be successful there. Uh, the physical and, and health, right? To be able to get in shape, get the physique that you want. And then the relationships, getting the girls that you want, being able to uh, be the kind of man that is able to be a man in relationship whether it be dating or whether you're already in a relationship and, and handling that and, and acting like a man in that relationship. So it's really those three, those three areas, but then all of it's encompassed by the, the mindset behind it, which is, uh, which is so critical. Yeah. It's like a table, right? If you don't have one of the pillars of the table, it falls, you know, you need to have every, every aspect of your life uh, intertwined. I know. Yeah. And so where, where did it all start? Like, where did you start this, this journey of personal development, of business? Like, how, how was it for you? Yeah, so it was really unintentional for me. I started out as a, you know, I mean, way back when I started out very shy, very introverted, and, you know, kind of overweight, lazy, you know, not, none of the, the things that, that I ended up becoming. And in, over time, what ended up happening was, you know, certain things I started to go down certain paths, right? From, from changing my appearance, you know, physically, but not really changing mentally, which was, was a mistake. So it didn't, it didn't totally change. I didn't change from the, from the inside out. I was trying to change from the outside in. And, you know, I was a software developer for a long time. I started to learn some communication skills and learn to promote myself and to create my own podcast beyond podcasts, create my blog, create a YouTube channel and start writing and I started teaching other software developers how to market themselves. And through that process, as I was teaching that and learning more about that, I started getting more involved in personal development, reading you know, books by Tony Robbins and you know, Thinking Grow Rich and all these, these yes. kind of books that really changed my mindset. These are kind of the books that most people that are in the marketing or sales realm that they tend to read these books because those books are are in, in that area. And I realized that, you know, I was missing this huge part of my life. And so I started going through these transformations myself and just from a personal development standpoint. And then, you know, somewhere along the lines to, as I started teaching guys and, and I'd get more questions about 
thing you know have to actually start to put some of the stuff more into practice because i started to self-examine i started to look and i said well you know what actually i've got a lot of fears actually i i I wouldn't say that i'm a courageous person i would say that you know and i started to really examine what does it mean to be a man and sort of went on my own kind of personal transformation down that path and as i discovered what it took and what you know what was missing from my life you know it it helped me to be able to teach the, the people that were following me so it was sort of that you know an evolution of that not something that i intended you know not a path i intended to go down but a path that i I, I suppose you could say it was destined to go down. Yeah. So it started also with uh, with women. Like you had some issues with women also about like being more confident, etc. Or uh, was it was it mostly? Uh, um, I mean, like business and life issues. Like, or was it? Uh, did it all start with women? It, I think it was. I mean, I think that's that's one of the key factors, right? Because, and you know, in most of the guys I coach, I think it it tends to be true that it's it there's some it's rooted somewhere in that right because it comes down to a confidence but not just a confidence but almost a self-worth issue whereas most most guys are trying to achieve their validation external validation from women and by doing so they're actually making it more difficult for them to have success with women and so if a guy doesn't conquer this area of his life then he can't really feel like a man and he can't really feel like he has that validation that that he needs because the validation has to come internally and that is going to come from the competency so that was definitely a part of it for me you know i was you know at one point i was really had a lot of approach anxiety you know i was, I was just i was a chicken shit right i didn't go and i had to overcome that I had to learn to face rejection i think that was just like an important lesson in life it's just like learning to face up to what you fear and to face the rejection, it it helps you, of course, with with women, but it also just helps you in life, right? Because if you can conquer that area of your life, and then there's a lot of things that that you can conquer as well, right? That you you can conquer those fears. So. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of commonalities between sales and how to attract women. I mean, like mm-hmm. uh, if, if you're if you're a, the, the same reasons why, for example, a guy doesn't raise, doesn't raise his hands at school because he had anxiety is the same reason right. why he doesn't go up to a girl uh, in the, the bus station or something like that. Like it's the same kind of uh, inner inner troubles that uh, that that makes you socially shackled, right? So uh, so yeah, that's really interesting what you said. Uh, and uh, and I was wondering also, um, was it more an external, an external work? Or also an, an internal work, I mean, like working on some trauma or childhood issues, or was it also like just going out and, and approaching women or, or how did you, how do you conquer, conquer this, this year? Like what, what was this? Yeah. So I, really there's no substitute for just going out and, and, and approaching, yeah. right? Like there, I think there's, you can do all the internal work that you want. You can do all the external, you know, buffering and, and, and shining things up that you want getting in shape, but it doesn't change how you, how you feel internally. It doesn't change that aspect of it until you actually go out and do it. There's just no substitute. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of guys try to avoid, right? I get all the time. I get emails from guys that are like, okay, well, here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to make a lot of money. You know, the women will just come to me. I won't have to go out and approach them. And they're, they're trying to justify some way to overcome their fear. 
And I always tell them, no, it's, it's not going to work that way. First of all, it's not going to work. That That's just not the way that things work out or, or how women are wired. And then, uh, you know, the other thing I, I emphasize to them is that even if it did work, you would still feel not quite complete as a man. You would still feel like if you have something that you haven't overcome because you're afraid, you're you're still not going to feel like you're complete. You're going to feel like you're missing something, right? It's yeah. you you have to face this demon and and that's that's critical. So, yeah. So so it it required, you know, just going out and do it and that's the only way to do it is just to go out and go and face it, right? Because it's never going to get any easier. Yeah, true, 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 true. So um, I was wondering also, what do you think about, um, you know, meditation, spirituality? Do you, do you, practice, it? Do you practice that a lot? Because I, I feel like that helps to overcoming those kind of issues like spirituality and things like that, being present. Yeah, so I, I actually, I've been off and on with the meditation. I've, I've got this little device here that you put on your head, this muse. Oh, yeah. Really, but it works pretty well. It just, it kind of gamifies it a little bit. So uh, I need to get back into the habit of, of using that, but I definitely notice the difference when I'm, when I'm using that. Yeah. But what, what is it? Is it like for brain waves? Like it's, it's, uh, it's for uh, neurons. I mean, yeah, it measures your brain waves. So you can tell like when you're in, you know, gamma state. So, yeah. so you try to like get, get to that, that state when you're meditating. Okay. But, um, but yeah, in general, you know, I think that it's, it is good to have, you know, that present moment where a lot of what I practice is stoic philosophy and that it's very similar concept as, as you know, it's, it's also mindfulness, right? It's this idea that you are not subjecting yourself to fate that you basically whatever happens happens and you can deal with it and, uh, and, and not depending on external factors. And I think that's, that's critical because then, there's not very much that can can knock you off balance. Yeah, true. And uh, like m most of uh, your business is uh, is online, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, you started by how did you start your business and what what kind of business right now? Like, you know, what kind of business are you? Yeah. So, so I started actually I started way back before what one of my businesses is that I do real estate investment and I started back when I bought my first house and that that one that was an intentional business uh but then the rest of the business hadn't really been intentional so my, one of my other businesses is called Simple Programmer and that is for software developers, teaching soft skills, communication skills to software developers and career development skills. And that business, actually, I started just from a blog. I was working at a, a company and I started the blog just talking about software development. And as that blog grew and became more popular, I ended up putting Amazon affiliate links on there. And then eventually I ended up selling my own product on there as I grew my email list. And, and that became a business, you know, in itself uh, yeah, so, nice. so that's really how that one yeah. one came about uh you know and uh and, and grew that and then and the bulldog mindset was more intentional for those getting more and more questions and more personal development type of questions uh, especially about dating advice and and for for men for young men especially and so i decided to pull bulldog mindset off as its own brand and to build that business uh, focused on on that so 
yeah so the first one like i said some programmer was was really unintentional it was just i didn't know what i was doing but bulldog mindset has been a lot more intentional in setting that up okay so you have, uh, you have yeah real estate bulldog mindset and simple simple programmer that's the main uh yeah business. i see yeah and you, you don't give a lot of uh, do you give seminars sometimes can people see you in seminars or do you do, you do some public speaking or it's mostly uh, yeah i i did more in the past i haven't done as much recently i'll be speaking at menfluential next year in february okay cool and uh what do you think about um i was just wondering like because we were in the topic of women too but what do you think about this whole no fab movement like guys that are stopping stop watching porn etc do you practice it or like is it uh, is it a scam like do you i don't know like because so, some people they they don't fab like for for a hundred days or 200 days it's almost like they, they're gonna have magical powers if they don't fab. i don't know so what do you mean here, here here's the best test of it right if you go on youtube and you look up the guys that have the videos on no fapping for a hundred days or some guy was like on some, I saw some interview where he had was no fab for like two years or three years or something. Okay. Just look at those guys. Do you want to be like those guys? Like do, do those guys seem very masculine? Do those guys seem like they're now getting sympathetic losers? Like, yeah, honestly, like that's, they're having sex with women regularly. I feel like you can maintain a, like you can, if you, if you have sex with one or two women a week, um, I feel like you don't really need to fap you know, on porn. Or yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I agree with the idea of, of cutting out porn, right. As much as, as possible. And, and with, with the idea of no fap, but it doesn't give anyone any kind of superpower. It's more of just a, a mental discipline and also of not giving yourself or like forcing you to go out and get like and, and conquer and to go out and get what you want rather than just having it right there yeah. so i'm in agreement with with the the concept but not with the 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 the, the, the idea and the culture behind it and the value like it has value for it it's a crutch that allows you to get something that you want without having to go out there and get it into the world and so, you know, if you practice it because you don't want to use a crutch, that's great. If you practice it because you think somehow it's going to make you, you know, improve you in some way, it's ridiculousness. Because you look at the guys, like I said, on YouTube, you can see the guys that are the, the big practitioners of, and, and bragging about it. And yeah, th th these guys are not... Um, they're not, they haven't improved their testosterone or their situation by any, any degree. They've made things worse, in fact, because they've gone more monk mode than anything. They're not going out and getting laid. So you have to use the thing for the right reason, right? So the reason why, as a man, you should be doing this is, is because you don't need this. You don't need something that is going to be used as a crutch. Go out. If you want to go get laid, you're going to go out and get laid. You're not going to go and turn to porn. And, you know, that's, that's the reason to do it. Not because you think that it's going to give you some kind of superpower or is, you know, yeah. is some kind of bragging rights. It, totally it's, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. True. And um, yeah, it depends if it comes from, from desperation, like someone that's really like, if, if someone's really not successful with women or that's not even taking action, if he's relying only on this to get like this, his needs met, that, that's a bad thing. But if it's, if it comes only like 
from inspiration sometimes it's it, yeah it's it's totally normal and um and i was wondering what what was the biggest mistakes for you in uh, in business if you have to to come back to all these years where you've been building those businesses like simple programmer bulldog mindset real estate business what kind of like the, the biggest mistakes you've uh, you've encountered during the, the that journey till now so there's kind of they're kind of related to each other so so one of them is using myself as the brand creating a celebrity brand now for bulldog mindset it's fine because i i want to do that to some degree but with simple programmer and, and i mean you could even say with bulldog mindset but really with simple programmer i became the face of the company which was not a good idea because it required me to constantly be there producing content right which is is uh put you on that kind of uh treadmill of content production and also yeah. it makes it hard for the business to scale without you uh, along with that, uh, you know, kind of along the same vein, the other big mistake would be producing too many products, right? Um, I recently heard someone say that you shouldn't produce your second product until you're a million dollar business. And that I think that's that's pretty, what ends up happening when you have a lot of products is that you don't have a clear marketing message and a clear marketing channel. And you've got a lot of different funnels, a lot of different ways to sell your products. It's better to just have one channel that you expand uh, in order to to sell something, and that's you know, that's one of the the key mistakes that, that I'd say I make because you you can scale up a lot better when you only have one thing that you're distributing one one thing that you're marketing one thing that you're promoting for the company. And so I've done a little bit better with with Bulldog Mindset. Really, there's there's uh, two two primary things is one is the Bulldog Mindset membership, which is like a thirty dollar a month membership, which is the primary thing I'm promoting. And then the only other thing that you can really buy from there is personal coaching, which I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it, it's really focused on delivering one thing. And so that's, that's been a lot easier. It's a lot easier to maintain as well. With Simple Programmer, there's a lot of products out there and that made it really difficult to, to grow past a certain point. So Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so first, uh, the the first mistake would be the the scale. Like you mean, uh, not not scaling before you get a certain revenue. You said like a million dollar. And like you, you focusing on one product and not uh, diverging in too many products. Um, right. What What else would you would you say, for example, to your uh, twenty year old self? Uh, well, get you know, focus. Right. Focus on one thing. Right. And that's that. That's the key. Is and again, this is all all related, but focusing on one particular thing is as small as possible. Like trying to do multiple things at once is, is not a good plan, right? And and even just with, with the content, with, with creating things, right? In a business, you really want to be able to have the business run or operate without. You don't want to be the key player in, in any piece of the business, right? It's, it's difficult because your ego says, oh, I want to be the, the star of the show or... I want to, you know, I, no one can do it the way that I can do it. But in reality, it really limits the business and it, it makes it a, a less valuable business when it's dependent on you. Yeah, because then you can't, uh, you can't really sell it because you need right. systems, you need to delegate, you need, yeah. Now, I was wondering, uh, what, what was the, um, like the top habits that uh, really helped you this year achieve your level of success? Yeah, so... Really, the, the biggest one is to be able to work without motivation, which is really difficult to do, I think, for a lot of people. And 
what it means is that you know is that whether you feel like it or not whether you feel motivated you have to still do work and and get it done which is it's easier to do when you're working a regular job right because you just clock in and and you kind of have to go to but when you're working for yourself it's a much much harder thing to do especially with the business especially when you're building a side business and you're working a regular job but it's the it's the one thing i'd say that is the most required for success because you may be excited about whatever you're doing. You may be excited about whatever business that you're creating and you're going to be excited at first, but eventually you're not going to be eventually you're going to hit a point where you don't want to do this anymore and you have to push through it. And the only way to push through it is to develop that habit of being able to work without having the motivation of just doing it, whether you feel like it or not. Uh, I totally agree with this. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's a mindset habit. What what are, for example, the, the tangible habits that, that that you're that you're applying in your daily life? Well, uh, one of them that I do is I I plan out my week and I plan out my days. Uh, you know, in I I use a system that I created that uh, of a weekly planning system that's kind of a combination of the Pomodoro technique mm. and um, and what I do is I. I plan out every, you know, all the things I'm going to task I'm going to work on during that week. And that's, um, that's something I've been doing for several years. And that has been critical to my success because it helps me to, to know exactly what I need to be doing at any given time. Yeah. Yeah. If you plan to, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I mean, yeah, it's the, it's the key. And do you, do you always plan uh, tomorrow today? I usually have the entire week planned out on, on Monday. Okay. Perfect. And what's the, the, the I, I know you re- read a lot of books and you're still reading a lot of books. Uh, what was the best book so far you, you ever read? I know it's a tough question because me too, I'm a, I'm a heavy reader and there's many books you like, but what was the best book so far that that's, that's impacted you the most? Hmm. It's tough to say. I think, Probably the one that's impacted me the most is uh, Stephen Pressfield's book, uh, the the War of Art. War of Art. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't read it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's a re- really good book because it's it's all about motivation and in in really like the the idea that we're we're fighting against you know, this, this thing that is trying to turn to stop us from achieving our, our higher purpose in life, which, which we all fight against this, right. Of of not feeling like, you know, like, like we want to go on, like we want to keep on doing this thing, right. That the procrastination is really, really a a book about overcoming procrastination, which is really the the biggest thing that stops us in life that uh, that was a critical book to to help me to to get past difficult times mm. interesting yeah interesting because um you know you're, you're one of the first person that gives me this book like as the top top uh i should check it out okay mm. interesting and um and what what is something you think everyone should do at least once in their lives hmm. <laughs> i know it's a, it's a tricky question but what should everyone do at least once in their lives? Uh, let me think about that for a second here. <laughs> From all the experiences you've had, you've seen, you've traveled, what's uh, like the 
I, I would say to to live um, to live somewhere you know abroad, whatever it is for you, you know, somewhere in a foreign place for for at least a month at a time, you know, to to really experience what it's like to be somewhere else. And uh, you, you recommend to do that by yourself or, or with friends or whatever, like, uh, you know, I don't know if it matters. I, I think either, either is fine. Mm -hmm. And where, where did you go yourself? Did you go somewhere yourself for a month, like alone or, or even with the, yeah, I've been, I've been a few places for sure. You know, I, I spend a lot of time when I go to travel, I usually try to stay a minimum of three weeks somewhere. So, you know, I've been to all over Europe and to China and, and, uh, you know, and spent uh, a lot, a lot of places I spent a yeah. month or so. In, yeah. When you stay a lot like that, you must have seen a lot of, uh, of cultural details that you, you couldn't have seen if you, you're staying just like a few days, like all, all right. the yeah, true. So, so yeah, John, what do you think about uh, college? Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan. I, I think it's a, a big waste of, of time and, and money. And, you know, and, and it's changed, right? So it used to be that colleges were the places or universities where you could find knowledge and you could find information. Mm -hmm. And that that was the place to go because that's where, you know, you you had the cutting edge information. And, and if you wanted to learn about some subject, that's how you, you did it. but Today, that's not the case with the internet, right? You can find way more information in books uh, online and YouTube videos for free that you could get in college. So it doesn't make sense. So, you know, the question you have to really ask yourself is why are you going to college? Like, what are you trying to do? Now, if you're trying to be a doctor, okay, or, or even perhaps a lawyer, that's fine. Obviously, you need to go to school for that and you need the training and it's more than just just knowledge and, and you can't just find that stuff online right and you have to be yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know but 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 if you're just trying to get a job let's say as an engineer as a software developer as you know whatever it is you're trying to go into sales you're trying to build a business what what are you actually hoping to get from college right are you hoping to get a degree so that someone can hire you for a job right so you're just looking for a piece of paper right what are you actually trying to do are you trying to learn something right you should always have a purpose in what you're doing right and i just don't see the purpose i don't see any reason why someone says why you would need to go to college in order to learn whatever it is that you're trying to learn like i said aside from being a doctor or lawyer or something like that where you where it does actually require medical school but you know too many people today are just getting a degree just for the sake of getting a degree but yeah, forgetting that the whole purpose is, is to learn something and you know it's just the most effective way to learn right and it, i would even go as far as to say that you know if i were starting out today i wouldn't even get a job i wouldn't be interested at all in getting a job from someone else i'd be creating a business from the very very beginning and never working for someone else yeah and what if, what if you don't have the money in the beginning and you want to you want to do like a part-time job and at the same time, building your business. How about this uh, this formula? Because sometimes, you know, uh, well, it's kind of hard if you, you have know, It doesn't no... really require money. To... Yeah. I well, agree, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. You, you're the expert. <laughs> what do you think? 
I, I don't think it really requires money to build a business. Um, and in fact, you know, if you're, if you're spending money to build a business, especially today online, you're probably doing the wrong thing, right? The businesses that I've built didn't require any money to, to build them. They just took time and dedication. And that's, I think that's the key is that you've got to be able to put in the time uh, to do it. And, and that's, everything I always say that you know the minimum that it takes to be successful at anything is five years so if you're not willing to devote five years to something then you're not you're not going to be able to be successful at it right you you need to be able to develop or devote at least five years to to something before you can expect to be successful yeah that's a good metric five years yeah yeah, that, that's true. And I, and I feel like also college, I mean, if your parents are, are paying college and um, at the beginning you're, you're not sure what you want to do, maybe, you know, instead of wasting time, it could be a great idea for networking and learning some things while, while self-educating because that's what I did. And I feel like, you know, I don't regret anything because I didn't lose money. I had a lot of contacts and um, plus I, I, it allowed me to build my business while, while my parents were paying. See what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely. It's it's not you know you. It, it's not that it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just you have to make the choice. You have to have a good reason for for what you're doing, right? And it doesn't matter. You know, could you've been more successful if you used that time to just work on the business? Maybe I don't know. Probably you know, yeah. Probably short term. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, honestly, I, I asked most of the, the question I want to ask. What, what was the most annoying question people ask you in this kind of interviews? <laughs> what is the most annoying one? Yeah. Ah, gosh, I don't know. What <laughs> would it be like? Um, maybe, maybe, you know, asking like, what is the secret to success? Or, you know, something where it's, yeah. there's no answer, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I see what you mean. But what would be uh, what would be the um, how do you see yourself in ten years? What would be the the next goals you have or uh, the next step for you? For people listening right now, you 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 should follow bulldog mindset. But what what should be your um, your your top goals for the next years? Yeah, for me, really, you know, I think it's just to really expand and reach more people with bulldog mindset. That's that's really really the goal. Like as as far as big financial goals, I don't really have big financial goals. You know, I'm already kind of financially independent myself. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've, obviously I'd like to build the businesses more, but but really, yeah, that's it's it's really just to reach more people with, with bulldog mindset. Yeah, so it's mostly impact impacting people, changing people's lives, and coaching. Yeah. Cool, cool, interesting. So yeah, John. Thank you. Thank you so so much uh, for for your time. Uh, and guys, for those for for you that are listening, um, check out his channel, Bulldog Mindset. His Instagram too. Uh, what's your Instagram, Bulldog Mindset too? Is the same? Yep. Bulldog Mindset. Yeah, check yeah. out his Instagram, Bulldog Mindset. Uh, awesome videos uh, in both YouTube and, and Instagram. And uh, and yeah, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Take care.